Well, good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday morning, and this is Chatting with Chap, and I'm your host, Ginger Wade. I'm very glad you're with me today. And today is my monthly installment of Q&A Day, which is where I relate to you answers to the questions that have been coming into us. So we have a number of ways that you can reach out to us. We have a contact form at chaponline.com. We have the inbox here on Facebook, and you can comment on our videos and our posts on Facebook. And if questions pop up there or things that you need to have answered or a few concerns about, I will answer them. I will answer them personally via email if you contact us that way. But I also like to bring it up here on the podcast, on the video, because... Um, other people probably have your question. So I always like to bring it up to the attention of the whole audience. So today is Q&A day. So in case you didn't know, we do have a podcast. So those of you who like podcasts and not videos as much, you can check us out. Look for Chatting with Chap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and a whole bunch of those other great podcast platforms. Look for Chatting with Chap and you will find us. You can give us reviews. And uh, follow us so you know when a new video is a new podcast is coming out. So question number one that I received is very interesting. Someone wrote in and said, is the PA homeschool law different for different cities across the Commonwealth? It was an interesting question for this reason. The answer is no. The homeschool law is the same for everyone in the state of Pennsylvania. So everyone has to abide by the same homeschool law, which you can read in its entirety at homeschoolpennsylvania.org. There's a link featured here that you can get to that site easily. The reason I brought it up that I said it was interesting was once upon a time, a number of years ago, it was slightly different. The um, area in Philadelphia, if you lived in the Philadelphia area, the compulsory age was six when the rest of us had a compulsory age of eight. But unfortunately, they snuck in a compulsory age change on us recently, and now everybody is at six. So once upon a time, it was a tiny bit different, but it's actually not. Everybody is underneath all the exact same uh, homeschool law throughout the entire Commonwealth. So that was number one. Number two was about core requirements. I've talked about this a lot on Chatting with Chat. And again, I encourage you to read the law. There's a section that says at the elementary level, a section that says at the secondary level, and it lists topics that you're supposed to cover, but it's not necessarily a yearly basis. So I'm not going to go into specifics on that here because guess what? I did an entire podcast on that. So if you scroll down our videos here and you find Chat with Chat episode 44, 44, it talks about the core requirements, and what the law is actually saying. So be careful. It's very, very general, and it does not give specific time constraints. It does not define time constraints explicitly. So as you read that, be very careful of what it is that you are uh, reading. So episode 44 of Chat with Chat, that explains it in depth. Question number three, someone wrote in and wanted to be listed as an evaluator and a tester. So did you know that on chaponline.com, we have a list of evaluators, we have a list of testers, and we have a list of mentors. And under all of those subheadings on our website, you there's a section that says get listed as a mentor, a tester, or a 
evaluator. So you can go there to chatonline.com and you can choose that and you can get yourself listed. We are actively looking for mentors as we build our mentor network. We have a half decent um, support group evaluator tester listing. And if you do have a new support group, because I know there's tons new out there, please write into us and let us know about you so we can get you on our support group co-op list. Uh, and if you'd like to be a mentor, I know so many of you ladies out there are already mentoring people nearby to you. If you'll be willing to be listed on our network so that we can support more people across the state, please go check that out under our mentor subheading at chatonline.com. But it's very easy to get listed with us. Just go check out the website. So question number four uh, revolves around some posts that we had recently and someone had asked if CHAP uh, encourages us as homeschoolers to accept government funding. And the short of it is no. Um, there's many new homeschoolers who say, well, why not? I pay for public school. Why don't I get homeschool uh, funds? So this is something, you know, we've discussed this and, and this has been up in the homeschooling community for decades. Let me tell you, probably from the start. So this is my 16th year homeschooling and it's always been a topic of discussion. The reason why we do not support accepting government funds is if you look at everything else that the government gets their fingers into by providing funds, they start to tell you what to do. They start to tell you what you need to teach, what you're allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do, what you're allowed to say, what you're not allowed to say. They can, you know, shut you down or take your money away. You get used to the money and then they start putting regulations on you and then you think you need to have the money and then you can't function the way you should. So just don't even go there. It does require sacrifice sometimes. It does require taking a cheaper option than you want or it does require coming up with entrepreneurial ideas to earn more money so you can use the curriculum or whatever it is that you want to use, but our our viewpoint is no, do not accept government money just because you don't want that. You don't want their involvement in there telling you what you can and cannot cannot do in your homeschool. It's one of the reasons we homeschool, right? For that freedom to educate the way we like. And along with that, a little while ago, um, there was a portion, there was a bill passed that gave homeschoolers access to public school classes or access for to a certain amount of class like across the state we've had access to sports music for many years there are some school districts who say oh no you can't use it because it's our core curriculum or whatever so you can't come in well there was a law passed recently saying that yes you could actually go in and use those things if you want i am not going to stand here and say no your kids absolutely shouldn't you know go to to sports or to music. Maybe that's the only option for them in your area. Maybe there aren't homeschool clubs. Maybe there aren't um, performing arts groups where you are. But um, I, I mean, as far as class goes, using public school for class, mm, I mean, you've heard me talk about things the last few episodes here recently where I'm like, uh, the government school's off track. They're off track. And I I knew a girl who took an art class at a school, So, but there's so many options for art classes. If you were at convention this year, did you see? We had like so many options for art studios there. I know of at least three off the top of my head um, that were at convention. There's so many options. And, and I see in my local homeschooling groups that there's art studios nearby and teachers who are offering classes. So there's stuff like that 
that you can get now that are not in the public school. So while that was passed, and yes, we do have access to public school, uh, I advise, I mean, especially for classes, I don't know that I would use that option. Um, my daughter did play softball last year, and it was a bumpy situation for a number of reasons. So um, some kids really thrive in that and do well. So obviously you have to make the decision for yourself. But as far as, you know, government money, using the government school, you really got to pray over it and uh, take the leading of God in all those decisions. So, okay, so we're coming up with question number six for today. Uh, someone was asking for a good Christian-based curriculum that is textbook and workbook focused. If you have one that you love that you want to comment below, I'd love to hear it. Uh, I know there's lots of, of um, good Christian curriculum out there. I had mentioned um, one of the ones that always comes to conventions, Rod and Staff, we have Christian Light. Uh, we also have Abeka, we also have Bob Jones, um, things like that have been around forever. Apologia is great. Um, oh, Interest in Genesis. So I don't know how many workbooks Interest in Genesis have actually, but if you have anything else that you want to share, please comment below. We also, I also suggested to this person to check out Kathy Duffy Reviews. Kathy Duffy has been around forever. She's been reviewing homeschool curriculum for a long time. Very respected source of uh, reviews for curriculum. So you might want to check out Kathy Duffy. I believe it might even just be, I can't remember if it's kathyduffy.com or kathyduffyreviews.com, but spell with a C, look her up. It's very easy to find her and uh, really great options there. If you're also looking to hold and look and, and uh, be interact with curriculum before you buy it, come to convention. We are having convention next May on the 12th and 13th. We're back to the good old Mother's Day weekend, which if you are not familiar with, Chap, if you haven't been around for years and years, we were on Mother's Day weekend for, I don't know, 25 years when we were at the farm show. So um, we're going back to Mother's Day weekend. We will be at the York Expo Center this year. But that is another place that you can come and you can interact with the vendors, talk to them about the curriculum, see if you would would uh, like to use it. So, uh, so like I said, mark your calendar, save the date. May 12th and 13th, 2023 is the next convention. And along with that, I would like to invite anyone out there who would like to volunteer and be involved with convention. We are looking for a registration coordinator, someone who would like to help us keep track of pre-registrations and registration the day of. Uh, please reach out to us. You can comment here or send emails into us. We'd like to know there's lots of other jobs that convention uh, needs help with. We do have people to head up the major um, areas, but we were, are looking for people to help, you know, fill in. There's always, always little jobs that need done. So if you're interested in helping getting convention rolling for this year, we would love to talk to you. The last thing I would like to share with you today on Q&A Day is if you noticed, we had some posts and an e-news go out about SB 996. They had a hearing this morning. It actually could still be going on right now, or it might be over, but uh, that is a parental rights related uh, bill. That was, I believe, started by Senator Mastriano. And uh, so we were up there encouraging the folks up there in their parental rights, because we have parental right to homeschool, right? So we support parental rights. So in thinking with that, I was connecting with some folks who said they'd like to volunteer legislatively if they would like to be a presence there at hearings like that. So we are looking for folks who would like to be down in Harrisburg 
when there's a hearing, like, oh, hey, there's a hearing going on. Can you guys be there this day, this time, just to be a support? It's not necessarily to speak at a hearing, but to be there as a, as a body, representing CHAP, representing parents who wish to have parental rights. Uh, also, we would love to design lobby days or capital days where we as, meet as an organization at the Capitol just to um, meet the representatives who are supportive of homeschooling, go out and talk to representatives there so that they can get to know the homeschooling community. And so we are looking for people interested in being on a committee like this to organize an event like that. And then we would send out through Facebook and our e-news invitations to the homeschool community at large to come into the Capitol on a certain day and do an event together. So if this is something that you are really interested in and that you would like to support homeschoolers through, uh, please contact us. Comment below. Use our contact form on chaponline.com. Send us a Facebook inbox. We would love to hear from you. We are organizing a team to do these types of things. So uh, there are examples of what these types of days look like on other state organizations. Did you know that other states have organizations too? There's organizations just like CHAP in almost all of the other states in the nation, and many of them do capital days. So it's really great to have support from other states and examples of what to do. So if you're looking to support homeschoolers in that way, please let me know. I know everybody has different gifts and different desires, and those of you who are loving homeschool and like to encourage others to homeschool, think about a way maybe you would like to connect through CHAP to homeschoolers uh, to support the vision and encourage more people to do this, because as we are seeing, the need is great. The need is great for, for direction and instruction and you know, family unity and and growth together as a family unit. So if you would like to support families in this and their homeschooling endeavors, please let us know. So that is all the questions I had. If any questions popped into your head, you want to post them below, please do. I will be happy to answer them and put them on my list for next time. And I'm glad you connected with me today. I hope you're enjoying the gorgeous fall weather and I hope you continue to enjoy training your children to follow Christ in all of life. I will see you guys again next Tuesday. Have a great week. Bye-bye.